Limitless Wrestling fans, it's another edition of the Limitless Wrestling Podcast coming to your ears. Oh, John Alba here and the czar of Limitless Wrestling, Randy Carver. It's been a couple weeks, Randy, because we've been all in preparing for the Vacation Land Cup. But I imagine it's been occupying pretty much all of your time. It has, yeah. It's uh, it's a whole other element to plan an event without fans, but especially one that's within a, a pandemic as well. There's just so many added elements to doing something like this, and uh, it has eaten up a lot of time, but I am extremely excited for this show coming up. Uh, December 19th, streaming on IWTV. We've set the time to 7 p.m. That's new information since the last time we've talked, but... Super excited. A lot of work going into this from a lot of different avenues and uh, just excited to get the crew back together again. I hope we never have another empty arena match in the history of pro wrestling when all this is done. <laughs> It'll just be a rib. We, we've it seen really so many be. of them now. It's just like, oh, shit, there's 2020. <laughs> They'll call it a 2020 match when all is yeah, said and done. Yeah. Uh, well, the last time we spoke on here, I can't believe it, but we had Eric Greenleaf on. It was as awful Ooh. as I thought it would be. What? And what, 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 what was the reaction you got from the episode? I had so many friends from wrestling, from backyard wrestling, from just real life. who uh, Some real life friends who just met Eric Greenleaf when he was at my house one time. Just like laughed that they saw that as a podcast. But like uh, people really enjoyed it. it. It got a lot of listens. A lot of people checked it out. It's one of the most listened to podcasts we've had in a long time. So. Uh, he's been on Twitter touting that there has to be a part two. There really doesn't. I mean, at, at some point, John, it's inevitable. No, why is it inevitable? What makes it inevitable? There's nothing that makes it inevitable. <laughs> I guarantee six months down the road, there'll be a lot in the life of Eric Greenlee for us to talk about on here. Can he fish his phone out of the water that he recorded <laughs> it under? Out of the water? Yeah. Oh, come on. He recorded underwater. He was uh, using some scuba gear to check in with us, but I, I, I'm going to try to, if we do it again, I am going to set him up with a uh, microphone situation so that it doesn't sound like he's snorkeling the entire time, <laughs> but we'll figure it out. We'll figure We'll get some clear Eric Green, at least a little clearer. Well, it, it was definitely an experience. One may even call it a Viking experience. You can check it out in the archives here on the Limitless Wrestling Podcast. We've had a lot going on, Randy, as we were talking about here. And at the top of this podcast, let's drop some breaking news because we have some news about the status of the Vacation Land Cup. There is a change to the original announced list. There is. And this is something that we said from the very top of everything. I think people certainly understand in times like this that, um, especially now more than ever, the card is subject to change. Luckily, I don't anticipate many more changes other than this one. Uh, but due to some travel issues, Hot Fire Myron Reed will not be able to make it and not be able to compete in the Vacation Land Cup this year for the Limitless Wrestling World Championship. Uh, I think that's something that we'll probably talk more about uh, once the cup has actually taken place, maybe in our uh, recap episode the week after. But as of right now, Myron out of the cup, and that leaves a very unique opportunity for some Limitless Wrestling roster members. Yes, it does. It seems like uh, it's not really a curse of the Vacation Land Cup because every time something like this happens, I think it's very beneficial 
um, for roster members who are waiting on an opportunity. So I won't call it a curse of the Vacation Land Cup, but we do always have some shuffling around, it seems, when tournaments come into play in Limitless Wrestling. Uh, this year will be no different. But instead of just naming a replacement as we've done before, I think we have a unique opportunity ahead of us where we still have a little time before this event. I want to give an opportunity to some big names on the road who have done some work, who have really proven themselves and deserve an opportunity to fight for this, to get a shot at the Limitless Wrestling Championship, an opportunity that typically would not be on the table if not for something like this. Now, I had pitched like a battle royal in the past to determine a spot. So if that's not what we're doing, what are we doing here? We are not doing a battle royal this time. A little late notice for a battle royal, but not a bad idea. Um, I've consulted with a few people in the world of Limitless Wrestling. Former champion Anthony Green, or August Gray, I should say. Um, Ace Romero, who was at the Limitless Dojo this week doing some work. Um, and is in the, he's, in, he's in the tournament itself, too. So keep in mind, there might, be a, little, there might be a little bias there, Randy. So be careful. He, well, no, I, hey, I, I consulted with more than just those two, but I'm just throwing them out there. Um, we're going to have a fatal four-way match, a little nod to the four-way finals of the Vacation Land Cup. However, this is one fall to a finish. It's okay. not a four-way dance like the VLC finals always is, but we're giving four people the opportunity to make it into this tournament. First, Ricky Archer. Okay. This was, a, this was a suggestion from Ace Romero. Ricky Archer, if you remember, on season one of the road, taking Ace Romero to his limit, I think a standout match for Ricky Archer. And now he's going to have the opportunity to make it into VLC 2020. Number two, uh, a very this is hitting close to home for Ricky Archer, is his tag team partner, CJ Cruz. Okay, so CJ Cruz, now, someone CJ, who we saw on Limitless Wrestling shows last year, the beginning of this year. Uh, so he yeah. certainly has some pedigree. He does. He made his debut at Fresh Blood, going one-on-one with Alec Price. Uh, picked up some key victories to close out the year and had a strong beginning to 2020, despite the win-loss record not reflecting it. Uh, some standout performances on the road. A great match with Armani Chaos in Season 1. That's leading to this opportunity here. Now, moving to the road Season 2, the big boy from Brooklyn, Tyree Taylor. Mm who, just like C.J. Cruz, made his debut against the Prize City OG Alec Price. I was blown away by Tyree Taylor. I'm not sure if you've seen this match, John, but uh, if not, it's up for free on YouTube.com slash Limitless Wrestling. Tyree, a well-traveled star. Um, he's done some work with Booker T's Reality of Wrestling. He is uh, currently at the New England Pro Wrestling Academy. So another person very familiar with C.J. Cruz and Ricky Archer. You wonder how that's going to come into play. And John, I I saved uh, I saved one for last just for you. Really? I did. I did because I think this did is going to excite you. Did you get Gangrel? Uh, no, it is not Gangrel. <laughs> okay. like he, I don't know. I love Gangrel, but I don't know what he's done on the road to deserve this. Okay. Um, this is someone who I think really used the road, used the platform to propel themselves into an area where they deserve this opportunity. Are you ready? Are you, is this really happening? I, th- I mean, it's going to get you off my back for a little while. <laughs> is, at, least, this, uh, at least if he, well, if he does what you hope he does. Can I, can I at least set the table for the moment here real quick? 
Sure, sure. Set the table. <clears throat> yeah. How did I know? So, are you saying it's... You know who it is. Randy. You know who it is. Is this really happening? The main attraction, Mac Daniels. Oh my God. Is number four. Oh my God. From the Limitless Dojo to Let's Wrestle to now Limitless Wrestling and now having an opportunity, quite an opportunity. Oh my God. So young, so fresh into the wrestling business, Mac Daniels has an opportunity to get himself into the Vacation Land Cup with a victory in this four-way. You heard it right. It's Ricky Archer. CJ Cruz, Tyree Taylor, Mac Daniels, the winner, will advance to the Vacation Land Cup and fight for the Limitless Wrestling World Championship. Oh my God! Well, what can I say? As as his as his agent, I'm flattered, I'm honored, but you also didn't run this past me at all. And as his agent, quite frankly, it does it doesn't just work like that, Randy. There are. I mean, I could find someone else. No, no, no. We'll 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 take the contractual offer here, and we'll we'll take a look at it. And you know, again, Mac Daniels is not an outlier; he's the outlier, and he 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 has to do things on his terms. So we we are greatly appreciative of the extension of your offer, and we will review it. Oh, okay. I'm glad you graciously accept. But, wow, okay. So you're telling me in 11 days' time, we might be talking about the main attraction, Mac Daniels, as the limitless wrestling world heavyweight champion? He has the opportunity. Now, I want to let everybody know real quick how they're going to be able to view this. We don't have the day set that this is going to air just yet, but it's going to be the end of this week. And it's going to be everywhere. So you're going to be able to find it very easily. Stay tuned to our social medias because we're going to drop some information on this probably within the next day or so once this podcast drops. But it will be on IWTV, Facebook.com slash Limitless Wrestling, and YouTube.com slash Limitless Wrestling. I think streaming simultaneously. So wherever you get your wrestling fix, wherever you get your Limitless fix, you'll be able to find this match. So this is, for all intents and purposes, a Vacation Land Cup primer here. Yeah, this is a little preview. Um, it, it's something that we've never done before. We've done qualifiers, and this is kind of a kind of a look back to last year at Hooked on a Freedman uh, last May. You can see that in the IWTV archives. But we had a few fatal four-way, one fall to a finish qualifiers. Uh, Ace Romero winning one, JT Dunn, I believe, winning the other. Uh, so this is this is another one essentially, another qualifier with a spot now being vacant in the tournament. So. But the, I'm very the interested to see just, who moves on. The stakes are just so much higher here with the t- championship on the line. So I'm excited to see how that all plays out. And this brings our field to this. We've got Ace Romero, J.D. Drake, Alec Price, Christian Casanova, Kevin Blackwood. And now... The, these opportunities are just are just piling on. We, we also got the first opening match announced for this show just this week. 
I, I can't believe that this is a first-round matchup, but it is Lee Moriarty versus Daniel Garcia. Yeah, kind of a insane pairing right off the rip, but definitely a match that uh, we wanted to get done before the pandemic kicked in, uh, whether it was for the Vacation Land Cup or not. So uh, what better time to do it? Lee Moriarty, highly regarded as one of the best technical wrestlers in the world, going one-on-one with arguably one of the best technical wrestlers in Limitless Wrestling in the Northeast as a whole, maybe the United States, and Red Death Daniel Garcia. Um, just interested to see where this one goes, interested to see them put to the test against each other. And uh, I think Twitter agreed because uh, it kind of blew up last night when the match was announced, and that's just, that's just the first. So we've got, we've got three more opening round matches to go. We've got a, uh, quite a few more matches to announce for this card itself, and we had one come late last week the main state posse colliding with team c stars ashley vox and delmi xo the first time on a full-fledged limitless show we're getting the c star experience john yeah this is a match i think a lot of people have wanted to see for a really long time i agree and uh i was shocked talking to danger kid talking to ashley vox recently uh that this is a first time ever match because these two teams have worked a lot of the same shows for a lot of years. Um, we haven't seen a ton of Delmi XO and Limitless Wrestling until the road. And she's been someone who's really proved herself, proved that she is uh, certainly worthy of a spot on any Limitless Wrestling show that we have moving forward. And uh, this will be a huge test for the C-Stars, the top team in Limitless Wrestling, arguably in the main state posse. And if they can notch a win, that's huge for the Sea Stars moving forward. And on top of that, this, I believe, will be Aiden Agro's first match back. It is, yeah. We saw him uh, last compete at Pandemic at the Dojo against Be- uh, Becca. Yeah, I believe that was his last match. Last tag match he had was February in Limitless Wrestling, teaming with uh, Danger Kid in the MSP Tag Team Open Invitational. So it's been a long time. I mean, it was an injury suffered just ahead of season one of the road. So we haven't seen him at all on the road, haven't seen him on any shows lately. So it's going to be interesting. It's going to be, uh, I think, probably going to feed into the C-Stars strategy for the night to see if uh, there's some ring rust on the biracial Bay Aiden Agro. But I'm excited to see him back. It's been a long time coming for the Maine State Posse, and I know that Danger Kid has been having some success in singles action, but it's nothing like tag team wrestling with your tag team partner. And as I said, the rest of the field's looking great. And if you were paying any attention to our social, you saw Alec Price right. featured in Sports Illustrated. How cool was that for the young gun? Very cool. Um, Alec Price getting a little showcase on Justin Barrasso's extra mustard piece. Um, I, I was very excited to see that for Alec. Of course, uh, you know, he got on Sports Illustrated and started running his mouth as he always does. But um, I think. He's he's been in a weird place lately because he's just taken to Twitter and bitched about not being added to the Vacation Land Cup, even though he was the last entrant <laughs> into it. Uh, I believe after his victory against Ace Romero on season one of the road, he felt uh, a little more respect was needed on his name. So he's got the opportunity to prove that at the VLC. And uh, man, we could be talking about in a couple weeks, Alec Price becoming the new Limitless Wrestling World Champion. I bet he'll talk to Sports Illustrated again if so. Yeah, and my gut tells me that's not going to be the last you hear of the Vacation Land Cup in Sports Illustrated. So be on the lookout for that. And if you are a podcast or a media outlet, 
who would like to talk to anyone here at Limitless Wrestling about the Vacation Land Cup, we are open for business. Just hit us up, slide into those DMs, and we'd love to make it happen because this is a pretty cool thing. Pro Wrestling Pondering spoke with Christian Casanova this past week, and I believe we got some more media dropping as well, so be on the lookout for that. Christian Cas, did you watch that interview with Christian Casanova? I did. I actually just started listening to another one today. Uh, Christian was on the Kings of Wrestling podcast talking about the Vacation Land Cup. Christian so sounds check that one out as well. Christian he's, sounds he's been all over the place. He sounds very calm and ready. He sounds prepared for this tournament. He does, and uh, I think I think a lot of people, especially with the lack of wrestling right now and the opportunity ahead of them. Um, a lot of people are really trying to laser focus on the task ahead of them because you do have to kind of put yourself in a different mindset heading into a tournament. It's, it's a potentially a night where you have to wrestle twice, where you have to withstand so much punishment, especially with the finals being a four-way dance. You have to outlast all other three. It's not one fall to a finish. So, there's, I mean, there's a lot of strategy, a lot of thinking, a lot of planning, and a lot of preparation that go into something like this. And uh, I think it speaks volumes that the top talent is so calm, cool, collected, and focused right now. Well, we got some Ask Limitless questions to get into in a few minutes. But before we do, we got Episode 8 of The Road Season 2 coming up. What can we expect from that? Yeah, streaming Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Every Wednesday, you can catch The Road on IWTV. If you don't have independentwrestling.tv, no subscription, use the promo code LIMITLESS. Gets you a five-day free trial. Then if you stick with it, they actually give us a kickback. So we get a little bit from it. Um, it's an awesome service. 200-plus promotions, so many hours of wrestling, and pretty much every Limitless Wrestling show in existence you can find on there in full, including The Road Episode 8 coming this Wednesday. Slade at 1-0 going one-on-one with Alexander Lee in our main event, a very violent main event incoming. Uh, exactly the fight that Alexander Lee has been looking for. We've got Becca returning to action, going one-on-one with Paris Van Dale, two products of the New England Pro Wrestling Academy. This is Paris's season two debut. What would a win, one half, what would a win for so, Becca do for her here? Well, I mean, she quite a performance, I would say, on episode one. She was the kickoff match to season two with the real catch Ashley Box and nearly defeating Ashley, which... Uh, I think undoubtedly wouldn't have been the, the biggest win of Becca's young career thus far. Uh, she's right on the cusp, John, I, I have to say. like She's right on the cusp of uh, being considered on the bigger events for Limitless Wrestling. And, uh, you know, a win could push her there, but a win for Paris Van Dale, who needs to get on the board here in Season 2, uh, I think could be huge for her as well and huge for the higher society, her along with Armani Chaos, who we've yet to see as well. Uh, Kirby Wackerman is looking for some revenge. Yeah. He was dropped a couple weeks ago by the Hive, the debuting Hive led by the captain yeah, of the ship. They Gary. are they are an interesting bunch the Hive. It's quite a cast of characters and it's uh, like you listen to them and you understand why that group has formed the way that it has. You know, they're they're kind of soldiers without a country. Their home was taken from them and now uh, they're here in Limitless Wrestling, I guess, to wreak havoc and kind of take over the place. Danger Kid tried to put up a fight last week against Big Calix, but the numbers game just coming back to bite him. We'll see what Kirby can do this week. Two weeks removed from the beatdown from the Hive, along with Nick Stapp, 
He's going one-on-one with Hermit Crab. And then the dweller of the depths, Dylan Nix, making his return to singles action, uh, did not fare very well in Connor Hex's corner last week as Connor tried to defeat the streak against Eric Johnson. Dylan Nix actually doing more harm than good. So now Connor Hex said, screw it. I'm not even I'm not even coming to ringside with you. You go do your thing. And Dylan Nix is going to try that this week, going one-on-one with the debuting O-Bro, Owen Brody. Yeah. Owen Let's Brody, Wrestle yeah. regular making his way down that. the road. A staple of Let's Wrestle finding his way. It's going to be a fun episode. Over there, yeah. What's Brody been up to during the pandemic? Well, we didn't see him on season one. Uh, he was unable to unable to make it, but he came into season two very focused. I think, uh, honestly, having uh, some of the best matches he ever has. So stay tuned for that. We do get a syndicate tag team match, too, later in the series. So okay. uh, some fun stuff with Tatum and Brody coming up. And anything more that we need to be on the lookout for on the road? Well... Uh, I would definitely tune in this week, oh, not, not only for the matches, but we've got a huge announcement for Episode 9, which is coming up. That's our lead-in to the Vacation Land Cup, and we're going to have a Vacation Land Cup preview next week on the road. Okay. So um, stay tuned for that announcement. That's coming Wednesday night, again, 7 p.m. on IWTV. We got some questions. We asked you to ask Limitless, and you did, and here we go. Let's piggyback off the road. Eric Johnson asks, I've got a good one. Why is the undefeated Eric Johnson not in the Vacation Land Cup? That is a good question. Uh, I actually saw some people kind of rally around this when he dropped this. Well, and and uh, you talked about before that fatal four-way was people who impressed on the road. Eric Johnson's impressed more than anyone on the road. I would agree. I would agree. Um, I think, and this is... Not an indictment on anyone he's faced so far, but I'd like to see Eric Johnson mix it up with some tough competition. Maybe some of the maybe some of the top talent on the road. Hint, hint. Um, no, but I mean, Eric Johnson certainly deserves uh, consideration to be in this tournament. His streak is unparalleled on the road. Um, he, he started laying out some Limitless Dojo students. That grew to handicap matches. He's had success in tag team competition along with Brandino Davis. Uh, really anything that he's done. And, and you look, there are big wins in there. I look at the Rip Bison match in particular. Um, but I think uh, there's still some proving ground that Eric Johnson needs to stand on. There's still some matches that I think he needs to have before being considered at the very, very top of Limitless Wrestling. And I, I think he would agree. I really do. But um, maybe we've got a lot of time left on season two. Maybe we can get that done here in the next few weeks and uh, see if he's in championship contention. Has he ever faced the likes of Ace Romero? I mean, I know in IWE, Ace was there in the early goings of his career. But I'm saying like the more current incarnation of Ace Romero. Have we ever seen the two of them square off? Because that'd that- be a match I'd love to see. That has not happened in a limitless wrestling ring. I don't think that match has actually happened since 2013. Right. Um, but that is something that I would like to see now because they're certainly two different people than they were seven years ago. Yeah. And Eric Johnson, with the with the wave of momentum that he's been riding lately, uh, that would be uh, it. Wouldn't even be considered an upset in my opinion anymore. I think Eric Johnson has made quite a name for himself over the over the past, I guess, eight months at this point since yeah. the pandemic at the Dojo Series, just riding through the road. And uh, that was actually something that we had talked about for season two. 
It didn't come to fruition because we did not have Ace Romero for season two. But um, I, I think certainly in the early part of 2021, that's something we'll strive to get done. Well, that's a Let's Wrestle versus Limitless match. Jacob Drifter wants to know, what's your dream matchup of a current Let's Wrestle versus Limitless talent? Ooh, that one, that's a little tougher because, like, I, I feel like a lot of the big ones we got accomplished on the road because we had the opportunity to do that. The road is just such a melting pot of dojo students, Let's Wrestle talent, Limitless Wrestling roster members, and then um, also people who we hadn't got the chance to work with yet. But... Uh, a couple that come to mind, I would say Becca versus Masha Slamovich. Um, the Main State Posse versus Waves and Curls, I think, would be very fun. Um, I'm not sure. Mike McCarthy versus Rip Bison comes to mind. Ooh. Those are both uh, – hmm. I'd consider uh, Rip Bison moving up the chain for sure. He's, he's wrestled a ton in Limitless Wrestling this year. Um, and Mike McCarthy, the current – Let's Wrestle Champion. I'd also say classic Calvin Strange versus Kevin Blackwood. I think it'd be very fun. I'd like to see JT Dunn and Mike McCarthy. Ooh, okay. That's a fun one. I think that'd be a brawl. Yeah, I I definitely agree. I'd like to start seeing more Mike McCarthy. Hopefully he's doing well. He is. I I talked to him not too long ago. Um, I think had things not got so crazy we were going to see a lot more of him in the world of limitless wrestling this year as it was but uh mike's doing well um i hope to see him again soon because that's someone from shows that i certainly miss yeah versace stoner asks will chris statlander get the title shot she deserves when she returns again she's dealing with a um torn acl still rehabbing that yeah, she's, uh, she's kind of just getting back to the gym and working out somewhat regularly. That's a tough injury to come back from in any profession, especially professional wrestling. Um, so we're wishing her all the best in her recovery. If she's able to, um, absolutely, because she was first in line when the world went on hold. She did have an opportunity coming up against Anthony Green. So she is uh, strongly going to be in consideration, and I think – um, if her injury was not as serious as it was or did not happen, you probably would have seen her in the Vacation Land Cup this year. But um, if all goes well and we're able to still work with her when things get back to normal, she'll absolutely be in line for a title shot. Ryan asks, who was someone that you wanted to get for the Vacation Land Cup that just could not work out? Um, so looking at the first lineup we had, uh, legit Layla Hirsch was actually going to be in the tournament um until uh she ended up pulling off uh probably a month ago at this point but in the original uh rundown of the cup and we'll probably talk about the matches at a later time that were written down originally uh she was in the first incarnation of the 2020 vacation land cup this year she was actually going to go one-on-one with the prize alec price Mm. in the first round of the tournament uh had things not got shifted around so anyone that's anyone over the years other than myron reed of course anyone anyone (laughs) Um, over the years that you targeted this being the third one in the past couple years was there anyone that you tried to get but just couldn't um not necessarily this this tournament actually came together uh better than i thought it would in the midst of what we're in right now um this was pretty much the vision that 
uh, we had for it like a couple months out, other than a few minor changes to the tournament lineup itself. No, but I'm, but, uh, I'm, I'm the actual saying, participants in the tournament is pretty, but pretty I'm, spot I'm saying on the for pa- what we're hoping I'm, for. I'm saying the past couple of years, though, like the past couple of years tournaments that we've had, were there any names in the last two years that you had been trying to get for one of those respective tournaments and just couldn't? Oh, geez. I honestly am not 100% gotcha. on that. Okay. Um, I mean, I just remember the the shifts that we had to do. Like last, well, last year, year was Hollister. last year was doing gymnastics. So, that yeah, was, that, yeah. Was, that was a whole other situation. Uh, Johnny Primer asked, "Why didn't Alexander Lee make the cut for VLC 2020?" That's another good question about uh, some cup snubs, so to speak. Alexander Lee, uh, we actually had kind of a different direction we planned on going with at the VLC. Um, I think we had said it on this podcast before that at the first full-fledged show, uh, we were going to try to do Alexander Lee and Brandon Kirk. Pay that off, yeah. Yeah, and that was that was still what we were gunning for with this show, so that would have held him out of the tournament because, uh, you know, we, we weren't going to expect that a first-round match, one of them be a hardcore match and three be regular matches, and then the guy in the hardcore match has to move on to the finals in, I don't know, not good health, I would assume. Um, so this was going to be a non-tournament match if it happened, Lee and Kirk. Uh, due to, I think, some traveling by Brandon Kirk. I can't remember specifically what it was, but uh, we just weren't going to have enough time to get a uh, negative COVID test back from him um, by the time that he got back to make it to the event and be safe about it. So it wasn't a match that was able to come together on this show. Uh, I'm hoping that if we do something like this again, it's something that we could uh, put together. But I think uh, Alexander Lee was certainly considered, but that was just the direction that we were going with this show, and it just didn't pan out that way. Well, can't stress this enough, guys. Everyone in attendance for this show is being required to provide a negative COVID test. Uh, Yeah, and that was was a big to-do. And luckily, like, minimal issues with that um other than just like like a scenario like this where a match was not able to take place just because of the time frame that we were dealing with on testing but uh it's better to be safe than sorry in a scenario like this absolutely no doubt about that uh let's see here we have joshua asking name some of the most creative things you've seen from the limitless wrestling fan base throughout the years First thing that comes to mind, honestly, is uh, fans Jamie bring, Shaw. I was going to say one of the wrestling sign guy. Well, I was going to say fans bring the weapons that 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 showed the scary creativity. Of some of the <laughs> limitless wrestling. That fans. was uh, yeah, that was like a six foot bong at ringside <laughs> and a, a television satellite. That had a lot of different things. Um, um, John Harmon, your boy, on one of my sh- shows that I was on, had a sign that read. Alba still listens to John Cena's CDs. <laughs> I've seen a picture of that sign. That's a good I sign. I still listen to John Cena's CD, so <laughs> I don't know. I like it. Do you not like a CD? <laughs> I, I think I think he's insulting me by that, but apparently you're you're down with the insult too. So yeah, I don't even know if it like I, I just kind of pop for it because it's a great CD. But if it's supposed to be an insult, I mean, I guess I'm. In, <laughs> I don't know. I guess it's a me too. It's a great CD. Um, but yeah, I don't like that. That sign was great. Uh, Jamie, the limitless wrestling sign guy has 
killer signs that I think some of them have been made into like designs of t-shirts. Um, there's actually one hanging in the dojo, I believe. Um, one of our fans, Scott runs a, uh, he, he runs a site called custom wrestlers. He actually makes like custom wrestling figures. He's actually the dude who made the custom puff figure that he donated to us to raffle off for the Buffalo boys fundraiser when they were in the accident. So that's a very cool piece. And he's done multiple throughout the years. He did an MJF with the Limitless Wrestling Championship that was very cool. Um, Jason Alexander, who's been writing uh, comic books lately. He's actually done some like mini comics that are, I think it's like five bucks for three short stories. And he actually just released a wrestling based comic. So maybe that's something we could talk about him on here quick sometime. Uh, that's just a couple of things that come to my head, but the fans being the weapons match, especially, uh, both of them really, I mean, I look back at the first one, danger kid and Alexander Lee, where, uh, there was a shopping cart, there was gummy bears, there was a deaf leopard, um, a deaf leopard fucking like thing of cassette tapes, mm. uh, a bunch of funny stuff. I love, I love watching what people bring in as long as it's not, uh, you know, houses of light tubes. Mm. Ethan Scott, ring announcer asks, did you have any other names for the road before deciding on that? I had to think about this and actually look back because I I knew that we had a couple, but I just wasn't sure off the top of my head. Um, we had the road to Limitless being one. I think we shortened that down because of the, the wide array of wrestlers that we were having participate because it wasn't just uh, dojo students and Let's Wrestle Talent. There was a lot of Limitless Wrestling crossover on the road. Um, and there continues to be, uh, the journey was another one that we talked about and limitless wrestling unfiltered, I think were the, the, were the few that were kind of circulating around before we decided on the road. Okay. Pretty cool. Pretty cool there. Let's see. We got a bunch from Doug Weiser. So let's get into this. <laughs> he was having a ball. I, I didn't include one, but there was one that he said about you and Dave Dyer. Yeah. Uh, that, yeah. <laughs> that was, no. <laughs> Oh, uh, he says at Tony Spencer enjoys a nice glass of shoot camel milk from time to time. How many different indigenous mammals have you sampled the milk of? That is disgusting. I, I have never me neither on shoot camel milk or or any much. other indigenous mammals. You're not a milk uh, venturer. If I drink milk, it's almond milk. Okay, okay, that's that's a very John Alba thing. I feel is almond an indigenous mammal? No, I just I just think it's a very it's very you that all you drink for milk is almond milk. That's an albacork. I'm not I'm I not, love almond milk. I'm no not shade. catching I'm not catching what you're throwing here, Randy. Nothing that you just like. Mm -hmm. I bet you have a specific water brand that you drink as well. Mm hmm That's not Poland Springs, so it's wrong. Uh-huh. Yeah. I've got I a mean big what's your jug. water? Do you have a specific I've, brand? I, I don't. But I've got a big jug of Publix drinking water right in my hand. You don't even know what Publix is, do you? Dude, I bet it's shit. Publix? Dude, Publix is the God's grace of the South. It's, it's, are you familiar with what Publix is? No, is it like, is it like your version of Wawa? No, no. Well, we have Wawa down here. And if, oh, okay. And if you, shit. if, if you, pay any attention to the living the gimmick pro wrestling podcast which had the young bucks on this week by the way 
<laughs> okay. If you pay any attention to that, you know that we've had a five-year-long debate over whether or not Wawa is a convenience store with gas or a gas station with a convenience store. Okay. But Publix is the main grocery store chain here, and it's a little bougie, but it's pretty on point. So and it's like you're, it's like uh, akin to a Cumbies up here. No, oh, God, Jesus. <laughs> and I walk. I, I, Cumbies, there was a whole fight. I, I once almost got in a fist fight in a dugout in Maine with a high schooler who said that Cumbies was better than Wawa. And, oh, my God, I, I would have lost my job, but it would have been worth it. I love it. a Cumbies. I had a, I had a really, really bad, soggy roast beef sandwich at about 3 in the morning the other night from a Cumbies, and I'm still, like, pretty pro-Cumbies. <laughs> okay. Got it. So, to answer the question, neither of us have had any indigenous mammal milk? No, okay. no, uh, not not recently or to my recollection, at least. He also asked, what weapon do you get most excited for when a wrestler searches and finds one under the ring? That was an interesting question, and uh, I really didn't know the answer right off the bat. I, I love a uh, Probably. I love a trash can because a, a I think that can. a trash can could always did be you, filled with other stuff. Did you see EO Shirai's trash can spot the other night? Yeah, yeah, that was very fun. I uh, very fun and very uh, you know, I, I almost looked away because I just uh, you know, you hope she's you hope she's going to get caught there. Yeah, yeah, think. <laughs> Bre- a nice uh, a nice you know, sigh of relief once uh, once she landed, but fuck, that's that's some scary shit. Yeah, I think big it's props, probably big props. I think it's probably a kendo stick for me. Kendo stick's awesome because a kendo stick to me also usually, it like depending on who has it can be fucking lethal. Well, and I, I I'll argue ahead. this as someone who's been hit with a kendo stick, I don't think anything comes close to hurting as much as a kendo stick does in terms of like the traditional pro wrestling realm and people don't understand that they see just a stick they're like how can that hurt that much it is it is a sting like i've never felt before and it's it's worse inevitably after the first shot because it begins to break yeah Mm -hmm. almost always when that thing splinters you're in trouble yeah so that that hurts quite a bit more from Doug here. John and Randy, you are now a tag team. Pick a name and entrance theme for yourself. Ooh, okay. Um, I already know the you're going to try to like weasel ACDC in for the entrance. No, theme. I've got my own theme song. I don't need to steal anyone else's copyrighted stuff. <laughs> okay, okay. My theme's a banger. You know it is. That's not bad at all. It's got a good groove to it. But if okay, Struck if you want to pick ACDC, we can come out to an ACDC song. Which ACDC song you want to come out to? Shoot to Thrill? No, I just, I just, I kind of figured that would be the route you'd go, you'd go down. Shoot to Thrill's a banger. What are I you like picking? Shoot to Thrill. What do you, what are you picking? What's our um, team name? I don't know. That was the toughest part. I was just thinking about you coming out to like some rap. I would like to see that. No. Yeah, I'd no. like to see you like try to jive with Ice Cube. God no, not happening. No, no. Let's see when. What would it be? I um, think the tag name is Good Hair and John Alba. What about Beauty and the Beast? <laughs> I didn't know you thought that as much of me, John. <laughs> yeah, 
try to figure out which one of those you are. But, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, as we record this, just a reminder here, December 12th is this Saturday. And that's when the Suncoast Emmys are, Randy. Ooh, okay. So just keep them, keep them. Suncoast. When, uh, so do, are we going to know on the 12th? We like will, that's we the will day know. That we're going to know. We will know on the 12th. I'm excited for that. Mm. Next well, week. So we're going to talk about that next week. Well, yeah. And next week's going to be bracketology. And yes, it might it also, it might also turn into a celebration. So we'll see. Oh, uh, so, all right, so pretty pick, confident. Pick, pick it. No, no, I said it might. I, I didn't say it will. I said it might. I hope it does. And if it doesn't, well, then they screwed up. It's whatever. But, <laughs> but do you have an entrance theme picked out? Um, worst, nah, we worst comes use, to uh, worst, we come out to the brood theme. Oh, we can use the brood theme for <laughs> sure. All right, fine. Works for me. Uh, Alex asks, is it still a grilled cheese sandwich? When or if you add other ingredients besides the standard bread, cheese, and butter? Yeah, it's just gimmick cheese at that point. It's still grilled. I mean, if it's grilled, it's grilled, in my opinion. I think, uh, see, this is a lot different. I, I do have an opinion on this, unlike the fucking hot dog is a sandwich question. <laughs> um, I, I think it's always grilled cheese if it's grilled cheese, like that, sure. plain and simple. You can gimmick it up any way you want, but it's still grilled cheese. I like to I, put, I, I've, uh, I've been to like, gimmick grilled cheese food trucks yeah that are there's one in portland that is delicious and uh i think it's just gimmick grilled cheese i like to put a tomato in it sometimes make it seem quasi healthy (laughs) trick yourself at least yeah try to try to pretend that it is uh let's see here going through the list we have just one more i believe yes this comes from megan did the success of the road inspire you to run a show before the end of the year? Or was that the end goal anyways? I think um, the just understanding how to do events right now, like having the experience of doing the pandemic series and the two seasons of the road, I think it gave us a good feel for how to do this and how to do it safely. Um We've been extremely cautious and smart thus far, and I think that has paid off. And it just kind of gave us like a clear-cut kind of blueprint of how to do it, how to do it right, and how to uh, minimize any potential exposure or any potential uh, – just how to maximize safety for everyone participating. And – I definitely think, you know, the, that people, the fact that people supported the road, continued to tune in, and our audience has continued to grow in such a weird time, uh, that's definitely been uh, a motivating factor into getting this done before the end of the year. But um, I think especially just understanding how to do this and safely for the performers, for everybody attending, and to have something to close out the year to give our fans uh, a nice kind of uh, something nice to end this shitty year, <laughs> just to put it plain and simple. Um, it's It's been something that I've wanted to do for a number of months, and I'm, I'm very happy that it's coming to fruition. Well, I, I can give a little more detail on this because I, I went back after I saw this question and started going through our chat archive here. You and I have. So you and I talk every day, unfortunately. And... <laughs> and 
I mean, I mean, if, if this is something you feel comfortable going into, you can, you don't have to by any means, but I think you were feeling a little down towards the end of the summer about kind of where things were creatively and what the path forward could be because it was becoming evident that things weren't going to clear up anytime soon. And on October 3rd, you said to me, I was looking through our messages, you said, I need to crown a champion. And you said, what would you think about the cup? And I said, I think you can do a full show. Full scale, limitless show. Stream it. We can get the pieces together. We can get the media together. We can make this happen. And then within a couple days, you had a field. And we were off to the races. This show has been, by the time it runs, more than two and a half months in the planning here. And I think people are going to be really, really pleasantly surprised and pleased with the caliber of a show that they're going to get. I think so, too. And uh, it's exciting to just have a small piece of what we had before back, because I think we were really moving in uh, a great direction when everything went on hold this year. And it was such a bummer that, uh, you know, it just kind of felt like we were picking up some steam. And I think that, uh, like I've said it a lot, but it just makes you appreciate times like this that you get to put an event together, to be around people who you don't get to see much anymore, who you were seeing on a weekly or monthly basis. Um, we have a really tight-knit crew. We have a really good crew of people. And uh, it's, uh, I, I think, one of the best locker rooms in, in wrestling. And uh, it sounds crazy, but I just fucking I love the people that we have associated with Limitless Wrestling. Uh, I think we've got some of the best wrestlers on the scene right now. And December 19th, I mean, it's going to be put to the test for the championship. And uh, I'm excited to, you know, get to share that with the Limitless Wrestling fans who have been, um, you know, patiently waiting on something big to happen, have been following along with the road, have been watching week by week, and uh, it all culminates with this. So yeah. it's going to be a very fun end of the year. And with all due respect to the road, which has been awesome, you know, we've seen all different kinds of caliber and quality of matches on the road. What you're getting with this Vacation Land Cup show is a full-scale, limitless wrestling. You know what you get with match quality at a limitless wrestling show. This, this is, this is, this is the best of the best. This is as good as any limitless wrestling show that you will see. I book this in a sense of. If we never ran a show again, or if, uh, and I'm not saying that's a thing, but uh, just if, if we didn't get to do this for a long time, uh, how would we, uh, how would I want to leave it? How would we, what, what's the last note we're going to end on for a hot minute? Because I really do feel like uh, it's not going to get any better uh, too soon. So I, I wanted to do everything that's been on my mind, everything that's been lingering that uh, maybe we hadn't pulled the trigger on yet. So you're, you know, it, it, this is going to be, I think one of the best cards we've ever had. So I'm excited for everybody to check it out. If you don't have IWTV, that's where it's going to stream again, promo code limitless. You can get a five day free trial and watch it for free. 
It's going to be great. December 19th, 7 o'clock on IWTV. Next week, it is bracketology time. We're going to break down the full bracket because, again, we're going to have all eight entrants into it because this week we're going to be streaming that qualifying match. And I, I got to make some phone calls about Randy. Yeah, I guess you do. I guess you do. We got to figure out what's going on here. But we appreciate your time here on the Limitless Wrestling Podcast, and we will see you next week.